think we've touched on it slightly at the very beginning. Certainly our experience is that obviously we're giving advice on force measure, change of law provisions. Um, I think most law firms have had to do that. Uh, and, I, and I'm assuming that the bar has had a similar experience um, interpreting contracts, what they mean, I assume on particularly tricky questions. What is your view about where this all goes, though, in terms of disputes? I mean, my view, personal view, is that we won't see major disputes just about COVID. But what we will see is, uh, as a result of the financial economic impacts of COVID on the global economy, will result in projects running into distress, um, contractors getting into difficulties, uh, payment issues, and that will generate more disputes. And as part of those disputes, which are indirectly caused by COVID, you will have direct COVID-related claims as part of them, extensions of time, uh, prolongation expenses, disruption expenses, whatever the contract or doesn't, whatever the contract doesn't allow, uh, will be will be an issue. So um, that that's my take on it. Um, I, I don't know. What's your view? Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's a, I think that's a good, um, a good analysis, James. I mean, I think that it, it depends. I suppose I should caveat that with it depends a little bit where we go in the next few months. Um, obviously, some regions in the world are continuing. I think Brazil is, you know, still very much on the uptick. It would seem with COVID, but uh, many other parts. Luckily, at the moment, it seems, you know, the UK, Europe. Asia, there seems to be a degree of control over COVID. And I think if we if we are in a situation where things, if I can put it this way loosely, continue to improve and we see a, a gradual return to a, a relatively normal um, life, which you know allows these projects, most of which um, are up and running again, to continue, I, I agree with you. Um, I suppose one ought to just recognize that if contrary to that, you know, sincere hope, we find ourselves in, in a significantly worse position such that, I mean, if, for example, we had a, another lockdown, if there were lockdowns for a considerable chunk of time, then I think um, we're looking at a, a different, uh, potentially a, a different analysis, a different scenario. But assuming we, we proceed as it looks we now will, um, I agree with you. I think that um, the greater ramifications or the greater generators of disputes will likely be um, the uh, financial impact, um, which uh, the broader economic uh, downturn is likely to have. Um, and I think it's playing out already a little bit in that, in a similar way, um, aside from, as you say, advising clients um, on force majeure, change of law provisions, etc. One of the things I've noticed is that a number of the projects that have come across um, my desk, um, not all by any means, but some, um, are projects where there are clearly other challenges anyway. And COVID isn't the only challenge. Um, and so I think the one of the sort of ramifications is that we will see projects that um, are likely to be struggling in any event, either for other reasons or because of some of the economic challenges uh, in the long term, um, we will see disputes coming out of those type of projects. And in the you know, in the larger international sphere, um, one can well see how that might might play out. Um, 
I guess it also depends on just you know, thinking this through. It depends a little bit, for example, um, on low interest rates. I mean, you know, assuming that that continues, um, I think we will see more companies uh, who have um, the wherewithal to fight cases. I mean, one of the, the challenges is obviously, I think there are a large number of fairly highly geared companies in the industry. If interest rates were to go up, um, if we were to be looking at a, a sort of looming global recession, uh, we might get into a situation where there was such a fallout that as sort of happened in the aftermath of 2008, for a while at least, the money, to put it in slightly crude terms, dried up. Um, so that would then, you know, that would, I think, make it more challenging for, for disputes, at least in the short to medium term. Um, but, I mean, on the positive, if government invests, not just our government, but if governments invest as they have promised to in infrastructure, um, then uh, that won't generate COVID-related disputes, but it might generate some COVID work, which in due course might generate some disputes. Um, I think the real question is whether there's going to be, you know, to put it fairly bluntly, enough money to make these cases worth fighting. And I think at the moment it's likely there will be. Yeah, so I mean, it's all is at stake, really, isn't it? I mean, we know how much it costs to fight a case well and, and fully. And the question is whether the amounts at stake justify that investment. Um, my, my guess is that some of the projects that are likely to go into to, to have difficulties may be in the energy space, oil and gas space, mm -hmm. given mm -hmm. the drop in oil price. Um, some of those projects will no longer be viable economically. And the question is, what do the employers, the owners on those projects do? Uh, do they do scope projects? Do they terminate contracts? Do they renegotiate? Um, uh, and we saw this in 2014, 2015, when the oil price dropped again. We saw um, disputes arising particularly in the offshore sector. Uh, yeah. And I just wonder if that's another sector which will suffer again uh, because of the drop in oil price, which is, of course, indirectly linked to, to COVID. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I completely agree with you.